Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report podcast. My name is Charlie Wallace. I'm Adam Gobeski, and today we have with us two very special guests who will introduce themselves in the order in which they are sitting. To my left, I have... This is Paul. And to my right, I have... Charlie, but past that, it's me, Doug. Welcome. Today we are talking about many special things, maybe. (laughs) I don't know if we are doing candy or chips or not. (laughs) <laughs> I couldn't possibly eat anything. I mean, if somebody else wants to do that, that's fine. No, because those that candy is essentially a coffee substitute. Like, you, you're like you not going to be able to sleep if you eat that. Hmm. No sleep till Brooklyn. <laughs> so, Adam, I don't mean to touch on a touchy subject, but has your voice modulation disease uh, progressed? I'm sorry, is it noticeable? Um... Just just a little bit. I just thought you might like to know. Thank you very much. Let me see if I can do something about it. Is this any better? <laughs> Don't use the nighttime voice here in front of everyone, Adam. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to do something better than I was before. Oh, okay. You're you're getting there. Yeah, pretty just good at you. the discrete modulation. <laughs> Yeah, some people pay a lot of money for that kind of effect. (laughs) Do you feel like I do? (laughs) That thing you do with your throat. I don't know what to feel. (laughs) I feel something, but I don't know if that's what you're feeling. Book? Oh, good job. Thank you. It's a mosquito. It was sucking my blood. It was sucking my blood, but I killed it. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe the voice modulation disease is mosquito-born? Oh. I don't know what the cure was. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe the mosquito brought him the cure. Sounds very much like, in certain ways, like a movie that we watched earlier today. Well, it it is Friday, and I am in love, so (laughs) perhaps the cure was... You know, because I was thinking of a way to work in Friday, I'm in love. Because it's Friday. That's when I know I've spent too much time with Adam. <laughs> yes, the this is a special all-in-person episode live from somewhere in Wisconsin. Hales Corners, Wisconsin. Somewhere in Wisconsin. And uh, we are here to do our Merry Marvel Movie March. Episode 18. We're talking about the December 2004 movie, Blade trinity so blade trinity is the third installment in the adventures of dennis blade noted vampire hunterino <laughs> also probably one of the most famous dennis's let's see dennis quaid mm. dennis well what are the dennis's are there dennis, the, dennis blade dennis the menace okay fictional dennis's yes dennis leary kucinich i'm not convinced that he's real <laughs> Oh, wait, we're talking about fictional Dennis's. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Dennis Duffy? Who's that? From 30 Rock? (laughs) (laughs) As far as fictional people go, I think it's Dennis Quaid. All right. So Blade drops on the scene, and suddenly he's the most famous of all the Dennis's? Yeah, partly because he gets framed and uh, kills a human instead of a vampire. and It gets caught on camera. Staring into your eyes is kind of (laughs) weird. I really like this dynamic. Oh, yeah, and then uh, Blade gets taken in by the cops, but he's rescued by a special group of people called the Night Stalkers, who are Jessica Biel, Ryan Reynolds, and some other random people. Who have just been working 
independently to kill vampires, I suppose. And somehow Blade hasn't even figured this out. And they're in the same town. <laughs> hmm. So madness ensues while they try while they fight Dracula. <laughs> yeah, that's just a little part of the plot of the movie. Is that yeah, oh yes, Dracula is it? Really, really feels kind of tacked on at the end there. <laughs> so uh, let's start with the standard question: Had you seen this movie before, and what were you expecting going into it? Uh, <clears throat> I had not seen this before, so I kind of you know was expecting more of the the same great Blade action I've come to expect from the first two, but you know maybe with a little better special effects. That was about my expectation. I had seen uh, seen it on DVD before, so I kind of knew what to expect. But uh, it wasn't a very memorable film at the time, so <laughs> I kind of didn't know what to expect on this viewing. Yeah, I had also seen it before on DVD, but I was really only half watching it when it was on. Sorry, Jason. Uh, so I only remembered like a couple moments. And I hadn't seen it at all. This is actually my first time with this one. Uh, maybe it was the reviews at the time. Maybe it was just were. Wait, so 2004. I may not have been under your direct influence at that time for what movies I was watching, Adam. We may have <laughs> moved out of each other's sphere. Is that true? Probably. Probably. Yeah, as it was around that time where... That's your fault, though. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not. I'm taking full blame for this. <laughs> I wasn't aware that this was a blame situation. Yeah, this is where my uh, Marvel movie knowledge is going to drop off precipitously. Is Blade Trinity and beyond. But, well, it's nice. Then I get Blade nice surprises. And beyond. <laughs> Oh. Is that a reference to something? <laughs> he had a Blade Trinity <laughs> Blade story. So yeah, Wesley Snipes, the um, titular Blade. <laughs> I know you. You showed me. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> you shown everyone articles before about how involved in the process and how excited Wesley Snipes was about Blade as a character in general in the first couple of movies, and that this one was a little bit different. Yeah, it didn't really happen this time. <laughs> uh, they got uh, David S. Goyer in to direct it. Uh, it was his first major directing film. He'd done like a smaller project, I think, before. He also wrote the thing. Uh, <laughs> That's how I feel, too. But really? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm just saying we have a single name here to blame for whatever it is that we didn't like about it, right? Or I mean, that he praised on. it's a performance that you didn't care for. But if it's like script or, or directing. But uh, yeah, apparently Wesley Snipes was not happy with Goyer as a director at basically any point in filming, I think. And he didn't like what the script became because apparently it was really dark initially. And then they were, were worried it was too dark. So they tried to lighten it up and bring in the Dracula angle. Because apparently the original angle of the script was going to be that vampires were harvesting humans to use them as a blood farm so they didn't need humanity around anymore except occasionally to fill up their like little vacuum sealed lunchable pack and uh <laughs> and, vampire lunchables <laughs> this guy's pizza flavored <laughs> got ham again <laughs> mm, ham loaf but apparently that uh that direction was too dark for some reason and uh, so they said, eh, let's just bring in Dracula, roughly. From Prison Break. Yeah, so they got Dominic Purcell from Prison Break and the Arrowverse. Oh, Chris Christopherson back for a small portion of this film. Oh, but what what he was there for, he really shined. <laughs> the the truck driving? Rep- yeah. Reprising his role in Convoy, I assume? That a was one of I, his... A movie that I've never seen. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, what? I'd, uh, I didn't know he was in that movie that I didn't know about. <laughs> <laughs> that surprises me. Learn <laughs> all sorts of stuff. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm here for, is to learn. <laughs> that's why I watch Blade. Paul learns about movies. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we had all commented at the time he seemed like he was... Not particularly happy to be there, which I think is true of a lot of the cast, but him in particular. He's pretty noticeably uh, uninflected in his right. delivery. It's like it was his first yeah. read-through of all of his lines. Yeah, I think the term you used was wooden, which <laughs> I found quite accurate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we saw from the other movies, the, the guy can act, so it's not a matter of talent, that's for sure. Guess it could be a matter of direction. Uh, maybe, I suppose, Maybe this yeah. is what Wesley Snipes was complaining about. <laughs> One person who was not wooden was Captain Exposition. <laughs> <laughs> the movie starts out with some completely unnecessary voiceover from Ryan Reynolds. Our, our Marvel debut for Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, you see the most the most different characters in the Marvel movies over the course of what we've seen so far. Because like, they're the people who show up multiple times, but... So far, I think, yeah. yeah. It's almost like they they were like, can Ryan Reynolds be in a movie where he doesn't do voiceover at the beginning of it? So I feel like that's almost like his, <laughs> like a trademark of his brand. So you know what you're in for. Yeah, like, uh, like indefinitely, maybe. A hilarious maybe. comedy. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a weird seeing uh, Ryan Reynolds in a 2004 Marvel movie, but basically acting like Deadpool. I mean, let's just... Just say that right out. He's yeah. he runs his mouth like Deadpool. Yeah, there's definite problem with this movie having or going back and looking at it after both Deadpool movies have come out. The dialogue does not compare favorably. Although apparently I read that uh, because he did Blade Trinity, uh, someone came up to him and was like, "You should just play Deadpool because that's basically who you're playing right now." Oh. <laughs> huh. Nice. So silver lining. If something came out of this, if anything came out of this, I'm glad. But yeah, they give him. So, yeah, okay. one of my huge problems with the movie was just how much exposition was told through dialogue and how much there was in general. Like, yeah, this is just way overcomplicated movie for no reason. Like you explained it. It's Dracula. Yeah. Strip away all the exposition. And what are you left with? Uh, okay, some people are going to rehash the Blade 2 plot to and somehow, in a way they don't even bother to give you exposition on, use Dracula to make super vampires. Like, that was what I got for the plot. Oh, yeah. And, like, like that's all you need, and yet they just sort of mashed all this stuff together and fed it to you, and it's like, why do I need this? What Like, what is this even? So, I mean, I guess the plot could have just been, yeah, they're trying to raise Dracula because he's a badass, and then... And the father of the vampires. And the father of the vampires, and then... Everyone else is trying to destroy him because he's Dracula. <laughs> but there's, yeah, just a lot of stuff about, okay, well, now we've got to create a virus that's going to destroy all the vampires, and they are going to try to was it modify themselves so that they can go out in the sunlight, and Ryan Reynolds is trying to explain all these things. And then <laughs> halfway through the movie, he explains what familiars are, even though we've seen several of them. He explains what familiars are to someone who was a familiar. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. No, Blade explains it to someone who was a familiar, right? Not Ryan Reynolds explaining it to someone who was a familiar. Oh yeah, 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 you're right. So yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, telling instead of showing. <laughs> so here's the question: If they had stripped away all of that exposition, 
The unnecessary exposition. Okay. And they had not done slow motion shots. How long would this movie have been? <laughs> 70 minutes? I think that's about right. <laughs> Another hallmark of it was that I think there were seven or eight different slow motion walking scenes. <laughs> I think Parker Posey had three of them. Yeah, well, don't you want to just watch Parker Posey walk? Sure, I guess. <laughs> Some of my favorite parts of the movie were the, sl- the slow motion <laughs> shots. <laughs> this is weird that you guys are mentioning this because to, to me, like, the slow motion didn't even register like, oh, really? on any level. Like, like I'm like, there was slow motion? You mentioned the walking, and I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. I, I, I remember action movie walking towards the camera sequences, but the slow motion aspect just didn't register for me. Are you talking about like the slow motion, but it's everything else is fast motion kind of thing? <laughs> yeah, there's that. The time oh, lapse yeah. style. Those are that's terrible. a pretty significant amount of movie, too. I'm moving so slowly. <laughs> yeah. Now speed me up. <laughs> yeah, so there's, I think that happened at least three times where someone was moving in slow motion, everyone else was around them was fast, and then there were other ones where it just groups of three or four people walking in slow motion mm-hmm. in a sort of cool sort of way like some villain shots and some hero shots too i think you mean in like a cool sort of way cool cool <laughs> like a really cool sort of way <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah it's totally sick bro <laughs> hella sick there are a lot of recognizable people in this film too kind of like when we were watching spider-man 2 most recently people who at the time you might not recognize, but looking back, we're kind of surprised that they were in Blade Trinity. Oh, yeah, like Wesley Snipes. <laughs> <laughs> Pat Oswalt was in there. Um, there was Triple H. Triple <laughs> H. Heck yeah. <laughs> who, who ended up being a lot more important than I expected. Yeah, he was in it a lot. You know, I'm not complaining. Some of his scenes were, were some of the better scenes. He was in it as much as the Russian should have been in The Punisher. and and if triple h could have been wearing that guy's shirt game set match (laughs) uh john michael higgins who paul had mentioned that between him and parker posey there were a couple of frequently used christopher guest movie actors that's the guy yeah yeah yeah. kept waiting for eugene levy to show up (laughs) i was hoping as a vampire yeah (laughs) maybe get jane lynch Oh, yeah. Oh, just speaking of ways to make this movie better, except the problem with having all these people is that Goyer clearly didn't understand what to do with any of them or use their strengths. I mean, a lot of them were bit parts, right? So it's true. Play the part that you're in. But and we know that these people. Well, no, I mean, both like Parker Posey and John Michael Higgins had been in several Christopher Guest movies before this. Where they've had a lot of chance to display how funny they are, so I don't... Wait, do you think this was a comedy? It could have been. I would have liked <laughs> oh. to see that. Oh my. Based on the previous two Blade movies, you're like, let's change it up. Yeah. I don't <laughs> know. I'll do something here. I thought somehow that Parker Posey's character worked for her. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, was, I would say she she's kind of, of a bright strengths. spot. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, she just tore up the scenery in about half of every scene she was in. Mm-hmm. Really, really stole, stole the yeah. show. Yeah. Even if uh, the teeth didn't really fit in her mouth, <laughs> that was just kind of funny to watch. You know, I was, I was, I was noticed in the credits. There was one guy who was credited with with, with eyes and teeth. Oh, yeah, yeah they, so, I can't remember his name. They had just a lot of one guy. weird That's contact. Yeah, it was like stuff. eyes and teeth. It's like okay, 
<laughs> Constantly moving between actors and pushing back in their teeth. No, mine are loose. <laughs> <laughs> I lost the contact lens. <laughs> Uh, one thing I did notice, though, speaking of that sort of thing, is that there did seem to be a lot of, like, sloppy continuity in the movie. Of, like, people standing in one place, and then you switch, like, a scene, and then they're standing in a slightly different place. And then you shift back, and suddenly they're back in the first place. Or like, there's definitely one scene where Blade charges up some stairs wearing sunglasses, and then there's a shot where he's not wearing sunglasses, and then he's wearing <laughs> sunglasses again. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just, like, sloppiness. Or like where the same uh, Apple Cinema display is uh, in the background of every shot. <laughs> it's got like the same dead pixels in it. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I think they had multiple. I just had to get. I just had to rep the, uh, you know, the 2003 Apple Cinema display. <laughs> but then I know I also noticed the tower. So it was it was the it was the whole package. Whatever you. Oh, want I thought that. you meant the tower that the finale took place. Oh in. yeah, no, no, no <laughs> like yeah. I noticed it too. I noticed <laughs> it. a couple of shots. <laughs> yeah, there are... <laughs> yeah, there was a building. <laughs> it was pretty cool. <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> we could also talk wardrobe. <laughs> How all the vampires had shirts oh, that yeah. were open. Oh, <laughs> that deep scoop. <laughs> <laughs> Dracula really, really knew how to show off the goods. I think I liked his, like, corset outfit more, though. <laughs> the entire top part of his chest was showing. Yeah. You gotta get that man cleavage. Yeah. It was, it was nice. He's comfortable with it. <laughs> Ooh, I was more than comfortable with it. <laughs> what happened in this movie again? <laughs> so, they go and wake up Dracula, and then... The FBI gets involved with Blade because Blade gets framed for a crime that he totally committed. I like that scene where Blade, where Whistler was trying to warn Blade about why he should be worried about humans. And Blade is like, I don't know. I think it's fine. Why are you worrying about it? (laughs) And I was the same way. I'm like, I'm with Blade. (laughs) He's Blade. Chill out. He's fine. Wasn't it like two seconds after that the FBI shows up and starts shooting the place? Just just starts details. (laughs) Well, okay, so they kill Whistler, at which point he's got nothing he's got to worry about, right? He could just... Go home. Doesn't have to be on set anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he went back to his trailer and watched some DVDs. (laughs) I'm sure we'll link to that uh, interview, that AV Club interview on the blog. This seems to be one of the major sources about Blade Trinity after the fact, that it was not a happy shoot. So yeah, then they capture him, and then he meets up with Ryan Reynolds and Jessica Biel, who was also in this film. Um, I was struggling to remember what she had actually been in before or after this. <laughs> Torque? Torque? Okay. Uh, Torque sticks in my head for some reason. What <laughs> is Torque? It's got to stick in someone's head, I guess. It's happened to be you. I think it's like Fast and the Furious, but with planes. Okay. okay. I think it's motorcycles, isn't it? <laughs> oh, wait. Which movie am I thinking of? There's definitely a Fast and the Furious with planes. Oh. Hmm. What? Yes. Uh, not to be confused with twerk. Uh, Fast, <laughs> Fast and the Furious with dancing. <laughs> yeah, because she's not in twerk. Is it stealth? Oh. Hmm. Yeah, it's totally stealth. <laughs> That's the movie I'm thinking of. 
Well, if it were 2004 me watching this, I would I would just be like, oh yeah, Seventh Heaven, because I was watching a lot of Seventh oh, Heaven. Yeah. So she's the badass with the bow and arrow and also a weird hacksaw laser device. Yeah. yeah. Wait, Jessica Biel like married to Justin Timberlake? Oh, yeah. Huh. That's another thing. Oh, that would explain her appearance in Justin Not that Timberlake we should define her that way, but yes. Video. <laughs> Fair, but... You know, this is not, this is something I did not know. So <laughs> apparently, she's still been working. It's nothing it's I've ever I really no. watched. Cellular. Okay, okay. There's a movie I've seen where she's been in it. You've seen that one? Cellular? Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw most of Cellular back in the day on on cable TV. <laughs> oh yeah, she is an I'll be home for Christmas with JTT. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, I've been waiting for that movie to come up on the podcast. You mean again? <laughs> Anyway, what were we talking about before I do Oh, yeah, this? the hacksaw laser thing. I felt like it was going to kill somebody accidentally. It just made me think of a bat left from Star Trek. Also kind of made me think of that uh, Kickstarter laser razor was a few years back. That was just absolutely terrible. I don't know. Sounds hella sick to me. <laughs> Word. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think put that at, at the end of the credits? It was just the word, word. David S. Goyer. Let's, yeah. let's be honest here. Uh. Yeah, he probably did think that was that was hella sick to put it there. <laughs> it was baller. <laughs> he might have even said it was da bomb. I don't know. I don't know what people were saying in 2004. Da <laughs> Oh, okay, yeah. It was right, right in that spot where people were still saying the bomb, but just had... St- just started ising everything. <laughs> La bizomba. <laughs> so Jessica Biel gets all the weapons and Ryan Reynolds gets to talk a lot. He seems to get a lot of fight scenes for somebody who don't doesn't really have any special powers. Yeah, he gets beat up a lot in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Triple H beats him up. Parker Posey beats him up. And how is he able to hold his own against Triple H? Because Triple H is a vampire and he's... Dude, did not. Did you not see Ryan Reynolds with his shirt off in this movie? Oh. Dude is effing jacked. He, 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 so the difference in, difference in strength between humans and vampires is just humans no. don't bother to get jacked. Oh, no, 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 I'd say no, at least no, the only no. human who bothered to go to the gym. No, no, That's why he's yeah. strong. All you have to do is work out to be stronger than a, a vampire who <laughs> is. Larger than you and also works out. <laughs> he apparently did all his own uh, fight scenes with uh, Triple H, though. That that is yeah, super cool. impressive. Yeah, apparently involved getting slammed into a concrete floor multiple times. Yeah, I will say that I enjoyed the fact that okay, we have a professional wrestler here. We're going to include some actual wrestling moves. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a good moment. So those action scenes, I thought worked pretty well or they were fun to watch but the for me the rest of it was pretty boring yeah yeah, yeah. there was like a real lull like kind of from the halfway point towards before the end climax where i was just starting to check out a little bit yeah like i would struggle to even describe a lot of the scenes that happened i mean ryan reynolds was fighting against parker posey a bit running his mouth all the whole time yeah mm-hmm. blade did some stuff he had a sword i remember I mean, the first two were just so, so much more fun. I think action-wise mm-hmm. and yeah, memorable. And this one just 
kind oh, of it just, slid by. It just felt sort of like uh, not quite incoherent, but like, you know, less than the sum of its parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, it definitely felt like unfocused at moments. Like it was just trying like super hard to be like edgy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. But it didn't really have anything beyond that. And I also felt that like just in terms of like shot framing and stuff, like it was a little off. Mm-hmm. Like it was just like, oh, I want to look at what's happening, but I can't because it's at the bottom of the frame and we're using the top of the frame for nothing. <laughs> And then there's the times when they split it into two frames. Oh, yeah. Which I, th- of... I actually thought that was fine. Little now that of... I'm used to it. Thanks, Ainley. <laughs> <laughs> Before it was just confusing. <laughs> and I think we get to the heart of what the problem is. Is I think Goyer as a director isn't very good. He didn't direct, like you said, much before this. And he didn't direct a lot afterward. He wrote a lot of things. Yeah. But I don't think it was just his interaction with people on set. I think people kind of sensed that he didn't really know what he was doing or have a cohesive vision about what he was going to do. It's like, it feels like a he's directing a music video with like all the plot uh, depth of a music video. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, Oh, story connectivity, whatever. Right. We'll just fix it in post. Yeah. Like, like you, yeah, you say that, um, I've seen movies that have been directed by music video directors and they tend to go for the, the sort of, you know, kinetic feel. There's not a lot of plot here, but we, we invest so much in the action and getting that right that you don't care that there's a plot here. It's like, Oh, we're, we're going to try, you know, doing that. And we're going to cram as much exposition into it as possible. I mean, part of the problem though, is that they didn't, uh, recap blades one and two by showing them back to back before <laughs> blade three yeah. like we all expected mm-hmm. to happen i was expecting to see blade one twice and blade two once at least <laughs> <laughs> the fibonacci sequence of blade or something mm-hmm. would have made a better movie yeah <laughs> yeah so the yeah. colors in this movie very battlefield earth-esque yeah and it was weird it switched a lot too like during the action sequences, the colors were really dull and washed out. And then during other parts of the movie, they, I mean, weren't fantastic. Just because I think the costume design and the, the sets weren't super bright or anything. But it did brighten up a little bit. But as soon as it went to action, it was like, got really boring to watch. And yeah, you were, I think, Adam, you were mentioning that uh, initial chase scene down the, the tunnel at the beginning of the movie. Very sickly yellow color. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then the last fight scene with between Blade and Dracula, it's like just completely faded. And the colors were like faded too. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't sick, man. It was faded. (laughs) I mean, I like Dominic Purcell as an actor, at least from like subsequent stuff. But it felt like here he just either wasn't that interested you know, like a lot of the other actors, apparently, or like maybe they just weren't giving him enough to do because he just felt very sort of like matter of fact, like he didn't have a lot of like mm-hmm. flair, particularly for someone playing, you know, the originator of all vampires. Yeah, you kind of would expect a little more well, it's, that. It's even in the script, though, where it says, yeah, Dracula just kind of slept it off for a while because he was so sick of what was going on on Earth and he didn't really care about it. <laughs> like, that's why oh. he like. Nobody locked him away in that tomb. It's like he just decided to go there for a while. And then they wake him up, and he's kind of like, oh, whatever. 
<laughs> just kind of the apathetic Dracula. Just, just, okay. Just give me a shirt with a deep scoop. <laughs> <laughs> Let me show off my chest. <laughs> yeah. Give me a give me a blouse. <laughs> now there was there was that early scene where he he goes into some like essentially a hot topic, but for more vampire focused people. Yeah. <laughs> and just it's like he didn't kill the guy, did he? He just like threw him out the window. I yeah, think probably, probably killed. The guy him was being a impact. huge jerk, yeah. and you're just you're just like watching Dracula take just take these two fools and either maim or kill both of them, and you're just, you're actually rooting for Dracula. <laughs> it's a Blade movie, and you're rooting for Dracula. Is how off the rails we've gone. We the, all hate poor customer service. <laughs> I mean. That shop kind of reminded me of like people that would be playing like a like a vampire based RPG in their AOL chat rooms. You know? <laughs> um, how about the CGI in this? I actually didn't notice. I didn't notice it as much. I mean, I, the times that I, they did use it, I think it was a little bit silly looking, but they didn't rely on it as much. Except for every single vampire death. Yes, there were a yeah. lot of vampire deaths. I yeah. suppose, yeah. Which we're kind of used to by now. I mean, it's the same vampire deaths that we got through the first couple of Blades. Well, these were a little more glowy. A little more glowy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Eh. A year or two has passed since mm-hmm. the Blade 2. So. <laughs> a little more of that sickly yellow. Yeah. <laughs> that was more of a fire yellow. Mm-hmm. Like an but it was orange sick. Yellow? Totally sick, though. That was pretty fire. <laughs> uh. Whoa, are you from the future? <laughs> It's 2004. Fire still hurts. <laughs> now it's just how you describe mixtapes. Oh, and then the vampire, this, the CGI for when the vampires became the weird face opens up into the weird. Oh, the Blade 2 vampires that yeah. were super terrifying in Blade 2, but apparently they're just cash now. Yeah. <laughs> like in Blade 2, it's described as this is a new evolution of vampires. And then in this one, it's just, nope. We're going to put it into a Pomeranian. Yeah, we're gonna put it into no. a pond. <laughs> Which I, I stand by the theory that they included that just for Ryan Reynolds to say the word Pomeranian. <laughs> I believe it. What's a word Ryan Reynolds is really gonna enjoy? <laughs> <laughs> he just really knows how to deliver Pomeranian. <laughs> I thought that was an, an idea that could have been fun, but wasn't used much. Was all sorts of animals now, right? Can be vampires, whatever you want. Yeah. Shark vampire, gorilla uh, vampire, mosquito vampire, bat no. vampire. Wait, could you make a mosquito vampire that would have bit you? You would become a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, weaponize it. <laughs> See, this is, these are be- things that they should have been thinking about instead of waking <laughs> yeah. up the vampire lord, Dracula. Dracula. I'm sorry. <laughs> Drake. Did he? Have, did he have, oh, Drake. <laughs> yeah. 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 I was trying to figure out his other name. I was like, what? <laughs> and then they don't use it again. Mm-hmm. They did it once or twice. <laughs> oh, did they? Okay. Yeah. Well, you he know, did. they don't want to confuse it because he's off filming Degrassi, right? <laughs> <laughs> Does that joke work? You're looking to see what years Degrassi was on. Yeah, that totally works. <laughs> Wait, so he was still shooting Degrassi at this time? What? Yeah, so he was shooting Degrassi, right? And then he swooped down to become the Lord of all vampires. Oh, okay. And then he went back up to Canada. <laughs> you know what they say, what, what's good for the drake is good for the hen. <laughs> they do say that. 
Oh, okay, so Dracula also has another power where he can look like other people. So why does he pretend to be Whistler and then just kill people? Shock value. Yeah, so you're like, oh man, Whistler's back and he got into the, the secret base undetected because he's Whistler. But nobody was fooled by it. <laughs> Hopefully the be audience was fooled. was fooled, Charlie. Oh, you're they right. They would be like, oh right. yeah, Whistler's back. He came back in Blade 2. I knew he wasn't really dead. And then it's like, oh no, it's not really Whistler. <laughs> Chris Christopherson's like, I'll come back to shoot one more scene if I don't have any lines. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like be, because of his very flat delivery in the first part of the movie, it's it's kind of hard to tell that he's not Whistler <laughs> right away. You know, <laughs> I think I pretty much cut through all the stuff I thought sucked. <laughs> wow. Basically, my notes were like everything I thought sucked. <laughs> Was there anything you thought didn't suck? Uh, the director sucked. The color sucked. The action sucked. I guess Ryan Reynolds. Not utilized correctly. Yes, Parker Posey didn't suck. Yeah. So. Well, what about Triple H? He was great. He didn't yeah. suck. Either. He had some kind of bad lines, but I still found them okay in like sort of a campy sort of way. But there was a lot of uh, needless. Uh, How about Jessica Biel? I think she did pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's like, true. Yeah. We should start I, looking on the positive side of this yeah. film. Yeah. It's over. Dragging. <laughs> 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 She's good with a bow. She could shoot it over three hundred. Miles per hour? That was feet per second. Feet per second. Okay. I don't Same know thing. how many miles yeah. per hour that is. <laughs> she really dialed up the tension in that in that scene. That's right. In fact, I think, yeah, I think just the whole, what were they called? Night Vampires? Night, uh... Oh, the Night, night Stalkers. <laughs> which actually are from the comics. Yeah, I think, I think they were, like, the funnest part of the movie. Like, when they go break no. Blade out, I was like, oh, this is gonna be kind of like a little bit of an upbeat, action-focused movie and then it kind of kind of slowed down and yeah they were fun but they were no parker posey and triple h yeah, yeah that was my true. favorite part of the movie that said that they were fun jessica beale and ryan reynolds did do a good job well jessica beale did a good job <laughs> <laughs> ryan reynolds did a good job when he was getting his butt kicked i mean the problem is that you only know ryan reynolds from this and deadpool so you don't know what he's <laughs> like in other yeah roles. i have no idea in general yeah he's just kind of cute and over talks a little bit and says snappy funny things at least if it's written that way that's mm-hmm. what he says yeah this is very very much uh on brand for ryan reynolds but yeah it just felt like practice for deadpool <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's something yeah again yeah yeah that, get, that should give it at least 0.5 <laughs> oh okay <laughs> it reminds us of a movie we like better <laughs> that we'll eventually effect. be able to watch <laughs> Overall, what did people think of the movie? If you had to give it um, a, a rating out of 10? Yeah, but I'm trying to think of what. Uh, I just need to figure out what it was called. Hold on. Daystar Virus? Was it Daystar or like Dayglow? It's Daystar. Dayglow. <laughs> you know, like the sun, because it kills vampires. Dayglow colors kill vampires. <laughs> That's why everything was so bland in this movie. They couldn't have the bright colors around. That's right. Yeah, Daystar. How many Daystar viruses out of 10 would you give it? Kind of looking like, okay, what would I rather watch that I've seen, like of the movies I've already rated? (laughs) Where does this fall? I would say I'd have to, I'd probably have to go with uh, six uh, Daystar viruses out of 10. Um, So this is Howard the Duck good? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
And honestly, I think that's what kind of brings me to that number because there was a lot I liked about this movie, but I think it was just kind of negated by like long sections where I was just kind of bored and didn't care too much. Um, like Dougie said, I do, I do have to agree that like, you know, Parker Posey and Triple H kind of stole the show in their scenes. Um, there, and there was good performances, but not necessarily great material to work with or, you know, and there was lots of unneeded exposition, things like that. So yeah, six seems appropriate to me. Didn't quite like it quite as much as uh, the Hulk. Uh, I'm going to give it four out of 10 uh, Daystar viruses. Like for me, the bottom line is why do we even need this movie? Like there's like, I feel like this movie just on its own just has no reason to exist. It has good performances uh, from, you know, much of the cast, but the story is just completely unnecessary. It seems. So this is your Um, worst movie yet. Yes. Yes. Mm. Yes. All right. Um, we had two blade movies already. We saw how to do it right. Um, I think you mentioned from one of the things you're reading online, uh, that one of the problems with this movie is the, the lack of diversity in the casting. It's like, like you look at the principles and you know, for me, at least we've got Wesley Snipes, Ryan Reynolds, Triple H, Parker Posey, Jessica Biel. So it's like Wesley Snipes and four white people. Like you go back and you look at the casting for, you know, Blade 1 and Blade 2, that's not the case. So like that's just kind of weird. Like we've 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 gone backwards with this movie. It just it has no it has no real reason to exist, I feel. So Making money isn't a reason to exist. Did it make money? Actually, that's a good question. We didn't even <laughs> oh, cover really? that. Yeah. Um mm. I remember it not even being on my radar when it came out. It uh, grossed 128 million on a 65 million dollar budget. Okay, yeah. So what you're saying is that it's at least a success on the level of rampant capitalism. <laughs> yeah, the only this, level. This movie yeah. has turned me into a socialist. By which all <laughs> 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 yeah four out of ten i not gonna give it my lowest rating so far but it's gonna be close uh, i'm gonna give it three daystar viruses out of ten <sighs> so what are the, what are the other blade movies they are blade and blade two all <laughs> right but they're fun they've got good action <laughs> <laughs> what are the other blade movies <laughs> they're fun they've got good action they've got funny scenes and interesting set pieces and like all of that's gone and th- there's there's none of that in this movie and i mean we already pointed out like all the horrible things and i think it's it just all stems from the director and it doesn't get any lower than three because i mean as doug said it's just good standout performances by a couple of people that were fun to watch but i mean especially so much of the exposition was oh. i was i was rolling my literally rolling my eyes during a lot of that or making you know, sarcastic gestures to the rest of you while it was happening. I'm like, is this still happening? Like, Ryan Reynolds has been talking for five minutes, explaining <laughs> things that we don't need to know. Is this still going on? So. There was the there was the part where after giving like like two minutes of exposition uh, from Ryan Reynolds, uh, Patton Oswalt says something, and Ryan Reynolds bites his head off. <laughs> you know, it's almost <laughs> like, hey, hey, I'm the exposition guy. <laughs> That's my joke. You told my oh, joke. Sorry. <laughs> my bad so just so we're clear you'd rather watch men in black 2 again than this yes 
Yes. All right. I uh, I don't know. I it's so it's obviously it's not a very cohesive movie at all. It's just a lot of like set pieces not really linked together in any meaningful way. Like I totally agree with that. But I do think the set pieces themselves you know, modulo a bit of like the direction, right? Are actually reasonably well done. Like I'm entertained enough by the action scenes. So I think this is just a very middling movie for me. This is probably just five out of 10 Daystar viruses, right? It's, it could have been a lot more incompetent. I feel, I realize that's damning with faint praise, but, <laughs> yeah. right? It could have been like battlefield earth, right? Of just like one of my tripod legs is broken. And <laughs> I don't know how to use the right speed on the film. <laughs> right. And so, you know, there's some of that, but it's not as bad as like that. And the action scenes they have are reasonably well done, but the problems, yeah, it's the, the lack of a cohesiveness, just in terms of the way it's like acted in this plot, but also like the tone of the piece is like, it's like hilarious quote unquote comedy and then like serious action and then other things. Right. So, but for me, like the, the, the action scenes and then, you know, some of the characters bring it up to just like, eh, this is, this is a five out of 10. That's eh, eh, is about the right <laughs> reaction. <for that. laughs> yeah. I, I think the big take home lesson from this is that if you want to do any more blade, let Wesley Snipes do whatever he wants. Like if he wants to direct and well, he's comfortable with that, then let him do. I mean, he's got to act in it too. So, I mean, I might not necessarily want to do that. But. It does seem well, very clear when you watch it, that this is the blade movie that blade didn't really show up for. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he did really want a sex scene with Jessica Biel, apparently like, or whoever the female in blade three was going to be. Oh, so maybe he does need someone to rein him in. <laughs> <laughs> Wesley Snipes basically just stayed in his trailer for large portions. So you can have lots of fun spotting the not quite blades. The not quite Wesley Snipes <laughs> blades. <laughs> so, all right. Well, thanks everyone for joining us for our 18th installment of the Merry Marvel Movie March. We're going to jump forward, I believe, two months. No. Ooh. To February 2005 and the cult hit Electra. Mm. <laughs> I I'll join I'll join that call I'll drink that Kool Aid. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's an apt metaphor from what I've heard. So until next time, I'm Adam Gobeski and I'm Charlie Wallace. And a very special thanks to our guest Paul Wilcox. Thank you again. And our our host for the weekend, Doug Gobeski. Thank you very much for letting us stay and record here. Yeah, thanks. you're welcome. That's our show. Don't forget, you can check us out on Facebook, just like the Gobeski Wallace Report, and you can also follow us on Twitter at GW Report. And check out our website, thegobeskywallacereport.com. That's probably the important bit. Well, yeah, I guess all the other links are there, so if you remember <laughs> one thing, remember that. Not your name, but gobeskywallacereport.com. <laughs> More important than your name. Air conditioning time. Yeah. <laughs> Woo-hoo. 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 Mm. Ah, Feels go. good, man. <laughs> Feels good, man. <laughs> no way to make us more efficient at a podcast than to uh, <laughs> turn like, off the AC. <laughs> start, start getting real slick. <laughs> Show me what you got. I'm starting, I'm starting to feel very slippery.